ingredients one and all. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you're tuned in to the BCWB, the Bison Crest Weekly Broadcast. You're one and only source for the happenings around our small little town. Here's your host, you know him, Henry Foley. Greetings and salutations, neighbors, friends, and strangers alike. I'm your host, Henry Folge, and you're listening to the BCWB. Now, everyone, we've been doing the show for a couple of weeks now, and we are just getting fantastic feedback, aren't we, Russell? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I think we're starting to get a little bit of a fan base, and people who All are, three of them. People who are not in the town have been listening to us. I did see we had three yeah. downloads. That's pretty good. That's yeah. three more than we've had the last couple weeks. Yeah, I went to the library. And I checked on that uh, Apple computer uh, from from the early 90s. Uh-huh. And it still said we had uh, zero views, file not found, arrow 404. But, yeah, good news all around. Very good news. And, as always, we like to start off the episode with this day in history. Well, Henry, you never you never commented me on, uh, complimented me on my face, face graft. You know, I'm glad you brought that up, Russell. Do I look pretty? You're... Your skin looks flawless. Your your bones are taken to that graph very well. It's pulled real tight. It looks like it. Did you have clothespins behind you? Is that what's hanging on to that? Uh, fishing line. So I fishing line. I didn't want to. You look kind of like one of those pieces of meat that uh, people tie with twine and wrap it up with some seasoning inside. That's kind of what you look like right now. Like a sausage roll. You got any seasoning inside you? Oh, just a love and good in my heart of people bison crest. The love from the people of Bison Crest. Ain't ain't that what makes this show possible? That's all the season I need. Tie it up, wrapped up in a bow. Stick it in the oven, cook it up good. Delicious. As I was saying, we're moving on to this day in history. And we do this section just so everyone around here can get to know a little bit more. Maybe you're hearing things you never knew about the town. And we hope that's, uh, we hope that's what you guys learn about. We're going to be starting off... On this day in 1913, the recently constructed Bison Crest Dam gave way after heavy rains and glacier melt flowed into the Bison Crest Lake. At around 2 a.m., the dam, which was the first of its kind being constructed solely by beavers and ingenuity, broke, sending the entire contents of the lake into the town. For nine months, townspeople lived on makeshift rafts while they waited for the water to recede. Some buildings can still be seen with a visible water line from where the flood took place. Surprisingly, there were no fatalities as the entire town was comprised of solely Titanic survivors who were experienced in dealing with water disasters. And I think that's something that's a fascinating story. You know, we've had a lot of interesting characters that have lived in town over the years, don't we, Russell? Tons of them. Maybe all five of them. I think we've had more than five people live in this town over history. Speaking of... Well, the five people I've met... Speaking of people that live in town, what is our population right now? Oh, I'd say... What's the latest? Dwindling. Dwindling, yeah. We've had a couple bad bad weeks. No, Bison Crest is, uh, I believe... uh, Let me pull this up here uh, through this encyclopedia. What's it saying there? Hold on now. Are you having to download it? Do you no. need to go to the library and use that computer? No, let me get my reading glasses on. What, okay. What does it say here? That says 215? Yep, 215 whole people. Whole people. Now, we don't count half people. Half people don't make the census. No, that would probably be about... That'd two, throw off the numbers. 220. Yeah, around there. It's a small town. Anyways, let's get on to the events. Cause that's, let's get on with the event. That's one of the great things here. Okay, so the first event is actually an event that we are putting on here at the BCWB. We are hosting a fundraiser, and this fundraiser is to raise money for a couple different things. We're looking to raise money to put in a wheelchair ramp, get a new wheelchair, and also get Give some 
and get some bionic legs for our friend Abraham Clinkin, who is uh, he's still down here. And, and anyone, if you guys were listening last week when we had J.R. Possum on, uh, we've been talking about maybe getting rid of Abraham and Russell, get out of my way. J.R. said he could he could take care of things. Henry, I'm here. You've made it over to the mic. I crawled over here. I see that. Yeah, your legs are looking a little little gone. I feel light as a feather. Well, you probably lost a couple hundred pounds losing your legs. I had fat legs, Henry. I was born like that. So do you do you want to tell people kind of what happened last week after we wrapped up the episode? Why, sure. When I was 12 years old. No, no, no. <laughs> let's, let's, let's talk about what happened. What did JR do? Because I told him, I said, hey, we need to get rid of you. And no hard feelings, I hope. Oh, Henry. How could I forget? You sent that vampire of a coroner to get rid of me. I well, All because I wanted to provide the good people of Bison Crest my meats and Jesus. You said, take him away after I've been chained up here for weeks. And why I did, said, put in a ramp. Why did JR not take you away? What, what did he do? Well, he decided since we were in the boiler... Try and cremate me down here alive. And that that pilot flame, we don't have enough fuel to uh, burn through as much as I think we would need for your body. Because you've got a large mass. As lucky as I am, I could not fit through the door. So nearly just my legs were burned to a crisp, charcoaled and crisped. I believe Russell had a piece of me, didn't you, little guy? R- Russell, is that true? Henry, I don't know what he's saying. He's a total liar. Okay. Well, Abraham, uh, Russell, can you make sure he gets back over to where he's supposed to be, please? Russell, I trusted you. Henry, you were my friend. Yes, and we are very good friends, Abraham. Please don't interrupt Just the show. Just get back in your corner. Stay chained up. Nothing's going to happen to you. No more, okay, Batman? <laughs> thank you, Russell, and thank you, Abraham. So as we were saying, you, you heard it firsthand from Abraham. There's a, a mishap when we were trying to cremate him last week, and... Now we really need the money more than ever. So if you go onto our we're website... We're just trying to get this guy out of here, really. really trying to get him out of here. Uh, he won't fit through the door for the lift. He came down the stairs uh, somehow and can't Obviously, get back up him. He can't be burned alive either. Yeah, so he's uh, he's stuck here as long as we need him to uh, be here, I guess. <laughs> but if you go into the Bison Crest website, we've got a silent auction going on, including a meat and cheese platter, courtesy of the Kigley Tigley. And we also have two tickets to the amazing Larry Puffini Magic Show next month and a whiskey bottle signed by Buffalo Tom himself. And we have lots of other things, so head to the website, check that out, and see if there's something you'd like to win. We will also be doing a groundbreaking on a new grocery store. The local hippie commune is breaking ground on a a new type of organic, locally farmed, GMO-free grocery store. And uh, it says here their ceremony is going to take place at 7 p.m. next Thursday across from the Kiggly Tiggly. Tiggly Tiggly. And beet juice, wheatgrass salad, and bean sprouts wrapped in corn husk will be available to those who wish to attend. So Garbage, I, all of it. Abraham, you, that sounds like that's getting put in right across the street from the Kiggly Tiggly. Yes. And you came back to the mic. <laughs> you came back to the microphone. Russell, can you please see if we have any bigger chains down here? You got me on a quite long train there, boy. Yeah, we need to tighten that up. I don't want you coming we'll over. I don't want link. you. I do not want you coming to the microphone as often as you have been. Put me on a three-link chain, Henry. I think I think three's too much. I'll be your best friend. I know we're very good friends. Um, Just so get back, get, get 
get back. Oh, back there, Abraham. Jesus, thank you, Russell. You know, Russell, well, I, I, I just want got that. I got that taser. I just want to tell everyone, Russell has been fantastic host producer of this show. He's been a huge help in managing the guests and taking care of them. So thank you, Russell. That's fantastic. Everything you do is great. Yeah, no problem. And we're going to move on to our headlines this week. Uh, first thing up, the White Cap Whaleys have taken Main Street. So the Pirates we told you guys about a couple weeks ago, they have since moved out from the caves below the city, and they have taken over the Main Street in town. Um, they've got cannonballs, and they're firing them at all hours of the night. Swinging back and forth through um, windows. Yeah, they're just doing all sorts of crazy stuff. No one can seem to contain them, and they're causing lots of havoc. But Anytime uh, you get close, they throw a net on you. We're, we're hoping it gets under control soon. We tried reaching out to the sheriff for comment, but he couldn't be reached. He was preoccupied with some things going on at the moment. But we'll keep you guys informed as we learn more here. In other news, a zoo experiment has escaped from the corn maze. The Bison Crest Police Department announced this morning that a zoo experiment escaped from the town corn maze, which also doubles as an alternative to our county jail. And if you guys didn't know this... Uh, our, our guest today is actually the owner of this maze, and this maze is very, very complex, and it's been used to put some more difficult fugitives to control them a little while. The riffraff. The riffraff, and uh, it helps just keep everything under control. Uh, but as we said, so the creature has escaped. Um, its description is as follows. It's got three legs. It's about 12 feet tall. It's got a hunchback. It uh, looks like it might have a tail of some sort. Uh, you Russell, said 12 feet tall. That's what it says here in the paper. Three legs. Yep. And maybe a tail. Maybe a tail. Have you heard anything else about this creature? <clears throat> well, from from what I know, from standing on top of of, of the roof here, uh, just adjusting that tower, you know, I've seen some shadows, Henry. Have you? Yeah. Are the shadows three, on the building or in the street? Everywhere. I see three-legged shadows everywhere. You might want to get your eyes checked. Yeah, I, I I haven't gotten to see the eye doctor as, as regularly as I should, and probably with all these skin grafts, I mean it's probably affecting my eyelids. Too. Yeah, you're you're probably undergoing some sort of contamination well, from bacteria that's messing with for your the eyes. fact for the simple fact I don't have eyelids anymore. No, uh, you're giving me this blank stare all the time. It's making me very uncomfortable. My but I know it's so, you. My eyes are so dried out. Do you have any eye drops? I've got some of this cream laying around here. We can put it on. Keep your eyes nice and moist. Uh, Maybe during the break. Maybe I'll put some cream on my eyes. Okay. See that, if that helps. That might be good. But I'm going to give Russell the same advice I'm giving to all you at home. If you see something resembling this experiment, please contact the Bison Crest Police Department. See and stay away from it. See something, say something. That's right. That's our motto here in town. You see something, you say something about it. Could be true, could be false. You'll see and something. say. you got to say it. You see something, regardless of what it is. You tell other people. And word gets around town pretty quick. Hell, we'll let you on the radio and you can talk about it. Yeah. If you guys have any headlines, please send them our way. If you're a concerned citizen of Bison Crest and you're worried about the good good folks here, give us a call down here at the studio and we'll we'll drop you a line. We'll put you on air. You can tell everyone here in the surrounding area your concerns. And that's the quickest way to get the word out. The last announcement we have for today is about the Bison Crest Bicentennial. As everyone knows, this is the biggest festival we've had here in town probably in 15 or 20 years. Um, unfortunately, it has been pushed back once again to December 1st, and this is solely due to the fact that the Pirates have taken over Main Street. 
and we are unable to prepare things for the festival. You know what? I need some more time on my float. Then I think that's okay. Because there's a lot of people with all these changing dates that people aren't taking the right time to prioritize. And we got to get, we got to make this festival the best it can be. And it's going to be the best it can be. We're celebrating 200 years this town's been around. 200 years. I've only been here for 30 of it. You know, I've been here for some of that. Yeah. Where are you from, Russell? Did you grow up in Bison Crest? I was, I was here. Okay. Um, and now moving on to obituaries. And good news, folks, we only have one obituary today. It is for Sherelle Crampton Tons Jez, 42, a local Hi. crossing guard, was recently sacrificed at the J.R. Possumus on Halloween Bash. <laughs> she is survived by her 17 cats and stamp collection. Services will be provided by the Final Walk Funeral Home. You're listening to the BCWB. I'm Henry Fogey, and we'll be right back after these messages. Stay tuned. Friends and neighbors of Bison Crest, beloved zookeeper Dusty Rogers has been missing for several weeks. I'm asking you, the people of this great town, to bring our Dusty back. He is presumed alive and was last seen in the Face River exhibit at the Bison Crest Zoo before the storm. If you have any information in regards to his whereabouts, do not hesitate to notify the Bison Crest Police Department. And Dusty, if you're out there, come on home. It's safe now. Hey, all you shitbirds out there, it's your old buddy Buffalo Tom. The only DJ playing the greatest country music from the 50s, 60s, and 70s all night long, baby. That's how we do it. I'll tell you what, though. Pistol Pete's Liquor Ranch is my favorite place to spend my time when I ain't cutting sessions in the studio. Pistol Pete's Liquor Ranch, the only liquor store in Bison Crest that is open 27 hours a day. They have it all. Whiskey, rum, vodka, whiskey, beer, bourbon, and beer. Everything a guy like me and my listeners need to make through today. Stop on down to Pistol Pete's Liquor Ranch and grab yourself a bottle of the good stuff. Take it from me, Buffalo Tom. If it ain't from Pete's, it's shit. Pistol Pete's Liquor Ranch. You're not drunk until you're drunk. Russell, is that good enough? Hey everyone, this is Henry Folge. I just have a quick uh, disclaimer, I guess, for this episode. Um, we were originally scheduled to interview our guest and, um, well... The guest that showed up, definitely um, not the one. No, we scheduled. He, uh, he was, he was a, a, a fraud, and he was posing, posing as this gentleman we were supposed to interview. Something but. about having an open door policy. Yeah, and just anyone can walk in. We're gonna have to get that fixed. So just listen with caution. With extreme caution, this man was this, crazy. This man's a nut. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Horseshit, Henry. Okay, everybody, welcome back to the BCWB. I'm your host, Henry Folge, and we've got a fantastic show for you today. Our guest that's coming on is someone who's been in town for quite a while. He's got lots of experience. He's a very intelligent gentleman, and uh, he does some experiments of his own, and he also happens to be one of the few doctors that lives in town. So please join me in welcoming Dr. Lester Cobb. Welcome, Doctor Cobb. It's great to have you here, Henry. You know it's good, good to be here. You really, know, really nice to be here. Nice to see you, uh, Russell. Once again, good to be here, Henry. 
You said once again. Was that once again? It's good to be here. Or you're seeing Russell again. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. Okay, well, I'm glad to have you here. So, yeah. tell us a bit about yourself. What What do you want the world to know about Doctor Cobb? Oh well, you know what, uh, Doctor Cobb being me, uh, is is I'm I'm I'm, I'm a, 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 a bit of a botanist. I know I know my ways around the plant world that that What's, would would astonish any any normal man. What would you say is your favorite plant? Oh, I'd say the corn cob. Corn cob. Why is that? Why do you love the corn cob? Is it the kernels, the husk? Oh, there's so many uses. So many uses. You take a husk, you could you could make a make a nice wrap out of that. You know what you can do. You know. Hold on a second. What? Yeah, what's that? Mm. Are you okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Doc, Dr. Cobb, are you all right? Are you? Yes. Yeah, veins popping out of your forehead. I'm fine, thank you. What was that? <laughs> Are you okay, Doc? I'm totally fine. Okay, Doctor. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um. Apparently, there's another side of me, kind of like a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde situation. So you've got another person living inside your head? I suppose. He calls himself Dr. Cobb. And who are you? So who are you, then? I'm Mr. Cobb. <laughs> so you're Mr. Cobb. <laughs> well, you know, I was told we were going to have a doctor on the show, then. So are you so Mr. Cobb, do you actually have a, a PhD of some sort or an MD? Yes, I'd say I'm the smarter of the two. So you're the smarter one, but you don't have an actual doctorate. No, he he uh signed the papers. What papers were those? The doctor papers to get our license. To get your license. So you share a license, you're both a doctor. But you just you just prefer being called Mr. It's not I, as formal. I think it's I think it's easier on the people. So we know Dr. Cobb when he was here. He was a botanist. Are you also a botanist? Do you work with plants? Oh, uh, yes. I, I exclusively work with plants. And what exactly do you do? Are you researching new plants or you're looking for the uh, Basically, similarities Hen- of... Henry, that's your name, right? Yes. Henry, I'm, I'm trying through my foundation, Dr. Cobb's Cobbler World of Large Things. We're just trying to solve the world hunger crisis. We're trying to get these plants as big as possible to feed as many humans as possible. You know, I think that's a fantastic cause. Uh, one thing I need Are you to, making fun of me? You f- said fantastic. Fantastic cause. One thing I need to clarify. I'm is sorry? Is this Dr. Cobb again? You said you said Henry, that... it's nice to see you again. You're, you said your foundation, or Mr. Cobb said your foundation. We have a foundation. foundation. And what's the name of that foundation, Dr. Cobb? Oh, it's Dr. Cobb's Big, big Vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> And, and so you guys are aiming to, to end end world hunger? Yeah, I mean, there's there's a ton of people that are, like, real hungry all over the world, and we're just trying to make the biggest vegetables to feed them possible. And I see you're wearing a lab coat as well. Do you wear a lab coat at all times? All times. I never leave my yeah. lab coat. What, what would happen if you would lose it? Would you become distraught and stressed? I would feel uh, naked. Are you wearing anything under the lab coat? Nope. Well, that's, that's probably why you feel naked. So I don't leave it. Henry? smart. Yes. Uh, mm. Mr. Cobb, please tell me you're coming back. Sorry about that, Henry. That's okay. So I, I got to ask you, Mr. Cobb. Of course. How long have you been both Mr. Cobb and Dr. Cobb? Oh, I'd say it's, it's, it's been about 30 years. And have you ever taken any sort of medication for it? Uh, self-prescribed. And what what type? Is that corn? Please tell me that's corn. It's mostly corn and any of uh, other chemicals I find lying around the lab that might. Um, May oh, okay, it's happening again, everybody. So it's, I think what's happening is every couple of minutes, Doctor Cobb and Mister Cobb. No, switch. I'm sorry, I'm back. Okay, did you just fight him off? <laughs> no, I was in mid thought, and I just wanted to finish out my 
my list of medications I'm taking. I don't think you finished that list out, but that's yeah. okay. We don't. It's we don't mostly need to dive anything, into that. Anything yeah. I find lying around the lab. Yep. And uh, Advil. Okay, well, that's fantastic. Just Tylenol. Um, anything for the headache. Anything for the headache. Do you get pretty bad headaches with oh, all the real bad. all the mind switching? Oh, totally. And his doctor. It's like my brain's on fire half the time. Is Doctor Cobb the only mind that lives inside you? Could be. Well, let's hope so. I don't want to. I don't think I want to meet any more people. So let's let's backtrack. Tell me more about this foundation of yours. Absolutely, Doctor Cobb's big vegetables. How how big are those vegetables getting? Oh, they're getting pretty huge, actually. Uh, you know the size of a man about you know standard six foot, right? Of of a normal man, yes. Size of Russell. That's that's probably hey, that's, three that's, foot tall. I'd say that's pea size. Hey man, watch. Yeah, pea size exactly. I'm sorry. What was the question? I think we were trying to figure out what your favorite vegetable was. Let's let's do that. What's your favorite vegetable? No, we were Mr. talking. Cobb? We were talking about the uh, the Doctor Cobb's big vegetable program. Oh, Doctor Cobb, you're back. Tell me about this big vegetable program. Big vegetables, basically, uh, as I sit right there in the title, my vegetables, Doctor Cobb, just real big. And just we we give them to people who look kind of hungry. Just kind of hungry. You don't you don't give it to starving people. You see someone and you say, you know, well, they, they look a little bit hungry. Henry, if you were to feed someone a giant carrot who was starving to death, you think you would die from eating all that bit of carotene? I think you would. Exactly. That's why we look for people who are kind of starving. So if you give it to someone who's too starving, they're going to ingest too much. They'll probably explode. Probably explode. Well, it's probably it's a good We've thing. We've had you're lots doing of there. lots of tests and trials, tribulations, accidents, accidents. In the lab or from eating? I'm sorry, what was the question? Uh, I was just talking to Dr. Cobb about some uh, yes. possible accidents yes, that were taken place. We had quite a few accidents. Uh, there was one man who uh, we picked him up off of um, Lincoln Street. Yep. Uh, just out by the uh, Tegley Quigley. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess he's gone now. I heard rumors that that large man was still down here. Uh, he's... Oh, shit. There you are, Abraham. Jesus. <laughs> Russell, keep him where I can see him, please. I don't, I don't like when I don't know where he is. Oh, it looks like he's been eating some of vegetables. He's been eating something, that's for sure. <laughs> Doctor? Dr. Cobb, at your service. Doctor, thank yes. you. For, thank you for coming back. You know, with all this flipping around... There's a big... It's... I, I don't know if there's a lag or something, but I, I don't know what's happening. It's hard for me to keep track of what keeps going on. It's really, I, I'm going to be honest. It's hard. It's very difficult. Hard to deal. But there is one other thing I want to talk about. Yeah, go um, ahead. This corn maze. You got a corn maze That's right. out got, of your lab. We got this big-ass corn maze. It's huge. How many acres? Oh, a thousand. Just square thousand. <laughs> so it's not like a thousand to one or a thousand. It's a thousand acres. Well, I mean, as anything that grows in the ground, it gets bigger by the day. So maybe thousand two. Okay, and is it just corn in this maze? Uh, mostly corn, yeah. It's a uh, it, you know, the corn grows that we out there by the farm. It's about twelve feet tall, twelve to fifteen, you know, depending on the weather. Is that how if tall? we if we've had a rainy season, we get them stalks real tall. <laughs> okay, Doctor Cobb, tell me how big this corn gets. You got a you got a big old maze out there at your farm. Yeah, um, Henry, you know you can see it from the from the sky if you if you stand on the tallest hill you know most things you can see from the sky i don't know if you knew that mm. but if anything's on the ground odds are you can see mm. it when you're up high and ladies and gentlemen it sounds mm. like he's transitioning again henry the maze that we have on the range there it's 
you know, we get the corn, depending on the rainy season, it's 12 to 15 foot high, the stalks there. And how, how thick are the stalks? The stalks are at least maybe a foot. That's some big corn. Maybe half a foot. Now, do you guys eat the corn from the maize? No. No, we give that to the cattle, K-A-D-D-L-L, down there on the... Um, at the Diggly Kiddly? Diggly Diggly! Yeah, at the ranch there. That's a, very, that's a good thing you guys do. Listen, I'm tired of that guy coming in in all my conversations. Oh, doctor, doctor, you're back. I've been here. I'm, I'm, Henry, I hear every goddamn word that man says. Well, so do I. He's got to get it out of here real quick. I let's hey let's calm down let's get back to this. All tell right. me tell me more. So what? Uh, yeah. So we got a corn maze. You got a big corn got maze. A big ass corn maze out there, and also it serves as the penitentiary of Bicep Crest. And who maintains that maze? I do. You do. So you're the warden, also. You can call me the warden. You can call me the angel of death. Angel I'm, of death. I'm definitely coming down on you if you mess with me. Well, I'll be sure not to do that. Um, well, I hope never see you behind them bars of bars of stalk. <laughs> Let's let's talk about your doctor experience. Sure, yeah, go so ahead. Where where'd you go to school? Uh, I went to school in Bison Crest Community College. I didn't know we had a doctor program here at our community college. I was homeschooled. That's what the shed outside behind my house was called, the uh, Bison Crest Community College. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. It had a plaque. And it said doctor program. My dad made it. And you took it, and now you're a doctor. I am a self-proclaimed doctor, yes. Self-proclaimed. So you didn't actually... Actually, take any any. You what? didn't go to school for eight years. You didn't shadow those, anywhere. Those tests were real hard, extremely hard. What was on them? Hey, you make this corn real big. No, it was have like, you always been making big vegetables? Well, that's a doctor program I enrolled in. Make so big, <laughs> big things. <laughs> make big big vegetables one hundred one. Make big in two hundred one, three hundred one, four hundred one, and so on and so forth. No, it only went to, went up to two. So it was two courses. You took two courses there about was growing a, big vegetables, and now you're a doctor in big vegetables. There was an elective to make things smaller. And you, you said, no, nah, I want to make things bigger. And I was like, no. Nah, <laughs> I'm not seeing the big picture. You want, no one wants a little carrot. You don't want a little potato. Who wants a baby carrot? Who you wants want a, a baby carrot? Toss it away. You want that big honking thing just chowing you, down. I want to mm. take a mouthful of crunchy carrot. And <laughs> he's transitioning, ladies and gentlemen. I think every time this happens, his heart rate slows, and he's really trying hard to, to keep whatever it is at bay. Henry, friend, you have to help me. Well, well, Mr. Cobb, you're back. What can I do? I'm back. I'm trapped in this body. Whose body is that? Is that your body or Dr. Cobb's body? He's wearing a lab coat. Who's who? You're wearing a lab coat. Are, are Dr. You naked? Cobb's wearing a lab coat. What are you wearing? I'm trapped in my body. Please. Anyway. Yeah, doesn't take too much to get rid of him. Uh, I just want to throw out, there wasn't any transition there. No, it's mostly just for show. So you're putting on a show for the radio. You're putting on a radio show. We're trying to get trying to get ratings. Trying to get some ratings. And by the way, if you guys are listening to the BCWB, please go on uh, iTunes podcast and leave us a five-star review. Get on that iTunes podcast, leave us a five-star, maybe, maybe five-and-a-half star. If you can leave a five and a half star or even a six star or rate us five stars and leave a ten star review, that would be fantastic. Also, if you see Mr. Cobb outside of my body, kill him. And if you see Mr. Cobb wandering around somewhere, uh, Dr. Cobb wants him gone for some... Why do you want him gone? Who who owned this body first? Well, that was me, Dr. Cobb. Dr. Cobb, I don't believe that. 
I'm not buying your bologna. I don't actually think don't you're two people. Bologna. What do you sell? Giant corn, giant vegetables. I told you. We got giant produce out there. Big old produce. Did you, you bring any of your produce in with you? I did. You see that thing over there? Where? Butternut squash. Looks like the wall, but it's huge. Oh, wow. That is big. Russell. Russell, you seeing this thing? Carve yourself a tunnel in there. Tunnel to the tunnel to the outside. Henry, that thing is huge. I'd say it's probably got to be. I mean, the ceiling down here, we're, we're in the basement. We got a 24-foot ceiling. And this thing is easily probably a foot from the top. It's a big old butternut squash. You could easily fit down here maybe a 27-foot tall Christmas tree. How'd you get this in here anyways? You just add water. Oh, are these Instacrops? Easy as that. So Simple as pie. So do you have some some type of... Do you have some type of pill or tablet and it's a, it's a just-add-water type of thing? Were those your bones creaking? Because it sounds like you could use some, uh, some of that cream over there Russell's been eating. Yeah. <laughs> No, I, I I'm not a big big fan Russell, of creams. Russell, is that queso? It's real sour. So, uh, Doctor Cobb. Yeah. Talk to me, Henry. Tell me, tell me, what do you want to know? I want to know everything about you. All right. Well, I'll start from childhood. Start. <laughs> um, well, I remember. Um, I came I came over here on that last covered wagon. So you're on the wagon that brought the computer. The wagon train. Were you inside the computer? I was not inside that computer. No. Have oh. you have you seen the tire fire? I have. It's beautiful. Burns at night, bright, big and bright. And can you see the tire fire from where uh, where your farm's at? I certainly can. Burns big and bright. It's really interesting. Almost looks do like you, a do like the, a pyramid of some sort. Does the the fumes from all the rubber and the tire and the the other trash that they burn down there at the plant does that cause have any effect on the crops that you guys are growing? It does, but luckily we have switched to hydroponics and everything we grow is underwater. Everything we grow is underwater. That's how so that's, that's how potatoes, we get it so big. Potatoes naturally grow in the ground. So you're saying when you grow things not in the water, you've got uh, gravity fighting against it, exactly. wanting to restrain it and make it smaller. Yeah. And so you grow everything under the water. Oh, Mr. Cobb, if this is mm. you. Henry, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry to you and your listeners. Just ignore everything this man says. He's, he's a liar. He said he's a He's a demon. He said he's a demon. Is he's, he? It's Doctor Cobb a demon. He's he's totally fibbing. He's telling. He's leading everyone on Bison Crest. He's leading them along on his little game. He doesn't grow hydroponics. Nothing like that. It's just a regular farm. It's a regular farm, and with you guys, big old vegetables. With big vegetables. Yeah, and you guys are using your own fertilizers that you make. Absolutely. Yeah, we we've got a Doctor Cobb's growth home on fertilizer. And can the regular DC, consumer? GHF. DCGHF. And can the regular consumer get a hold of this DCGHF? Absolutely. Just come if they want to put it in their own garden. Yeah. If you want big big potatoes, big tomatoes, tomato, tomato, potato, 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 carrot. Maybe a giant carrot. Maybe. Now, does his growth hormone work on things other than vegetables? Well, it hasn't been tested, but it has been proven successful. Almost sorts of things. Um, really, anything that requires oxygen to breathe. So anything living, in any uh, life form. We try to keep our testings shut off, and, you know, we, we try and keep them contained. But things, things do happen. Mistakes are made. People escape. Things escape. 
people escape. <laughs> See, are you experimenting the growth hormone on people? Was that creature? Did that escape from the the? Uh, wait a second, I'm reading this again. Oh, you you heard about that, didn't you? That experiment escaped from the corn maze. <laughs> well, you know it's not easy keeping. Was things. that? Uh, wait, was that an experiment from your farm, or was that a zoo experiment that was being held there? It was transferred to us okay. by by the zoo. For what purpose? Uh, see how big it could get. And you guys didn't think. You said, you know what, we're going to throw it in a corn maze. That's good enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, for exercise, Henry, we, we throw all of our subjects out into that corn maze and then we so watch it was, from above. It's kind of like a gladiator type moment. Exactly. Where you've got all these other inmates running around the corn maze and then you got this big old creature. Yeah. I mean, the did thing. You see, did you see the creature firsthand? I did. Can you give us a better description of it? It had blue eyes. <laughs> okay. A nice smile. Pearly whites and something horrible. What's that? It's 12 foot tall. Humpback. Hunchback, I should say. Uh-huh. Maybe a tail. I couldn't tell. Okay. You couldn't tell if it had a tail. No, but it was tearing inmates left and right. Just bodies everywhere. It was a disaster. But luckily, you know, now we have some openings. That's good. And we can certainly uh, try and overtake those, um, what are they, uh, the pirates down there, the white cap wheelies. Yes. Yeah, we'll try and get them in there, you know, once we... Uh, mm. Uh-oh. Mm. Mr. Cobb, if you're still there, I'd like you to come back and we can keep talking. Mm. Fight through it, please, please. Henry, they both just passed out. Russell. Where's that taser? I don't know. Um, Hold on. You know what? Hold on just a second. No, yeah, we're going to have to take a break. Yeah, let's give them some time to wake up. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen. Keep it quiet. I'm Henry Foggy, and you're listening to the BCWB. Be sure to stay tuned for some messages. Abraham, please, no! Base Rippers destroying the town. Big Silo, Big Pyramid. Secret Projects. Paid with your tax dollars. Bison Crest falling apart. Mr. Chanticleer is to blame. Let's bring him down. Paid for the anti-Chanticleer advocate. Hello, friends and neighbors. You might recognize this voice. Well, we all do. Of course, I'm the voice of the BCWB. That's right, the Bison Crest Weekly Broadcast. But I am also the mayor, Pistol Pete. I'm just here to tell you about the Grand Festival of the Century, the Bison Crest Bicentennial, taking place the week of November 28th. Mark your calendars. Food, games, music, and a parade all held down on Main Street. Don't miss the action. Don't miss the fun. Bring the kids and let's celebrate this greatest small town in the world. Friends and neighbors of Bison Crest, beloved zookeeper Dusty Rogers has been missing for several weeks. I'm asking you, the people of this great town, to bring our Dusty back. He is presumed alive and was last seen in the Face River exhibit at the Bison Crest Zoo before the storm. If you have any information in regards to his whereabouts, do not hesitate to notify Bison Crest Police Department. And Dusty, if you're out there, come on home. It's safe now. 
Um, we are we're here today with uh, a Doctor Cobb and a Mister Cobb, supposedly, mm. and uh, they've been passed out for a while. For mm. those of you who are are just now tuning in, what seems to be happening is Doctor Cobb and Mister Cobb both occupy the same body. And uh, I think Russell's gonna try and wake him up right now with a taser. Okay, wish me luck. I'm gonna I'm gonna stand back here behind the glass. Okay, three, two, one. Oh my God! <clears throat> you you all right? Henry, I'm back. Thank oh. you. Miss- I'm so sorry about that. He gets overwhelming sometimes. He just takes over. How long has he has he been a part of you? Oh, uh, for all my life. So he's been with Doctor Cobb. Has been with you. Was he always Doctor Cobb? No. After he went to school, he became a doctor. Okay. I guess, I guess you can't be a doctor unless you go to school. Right. But his even though his school was only a shed, I was self taught. You were self taught. Are you also a doctor? A self taught doctor? Did you actually go to school? I failed the exam. Okay, but he so, signed the doctor papers. Yeah, he he made. Um, made straight A's through our program. Uh-huh. He got the certificate at the end of the day, and uh, he he became the doctor. He wears a lab coat, and I'm just a Mr. Cobb. So you're just a Mr. You don't get to wear the lab coat. I'm kind of like the assistant, really. Oh. So you're the Mr. Cobb is the assistant to Dr. Cobb. Yeah, I mean... That sounds like quite the arrangement. Kind of the same person. He's a tyrant, though. Does he rule over others, including yourself? No, I don't think he's... <coughs> not, none that I've noticed, really. And who does he answer to? I hope no one. He seems fairly bright enough to make his own decisions. But every now and then, like we've got a wire going from our lab up to that um, that big silo. Yeah. Over there yeah. by the... Mr. Chanticleer silo. Yeah, Mr. Chanticleer. Uh, he'll send uh, relay messages through... It doesn't seem like it does anything being attached to that silo by wire because it's all internally uh, mind. So you won't even have the phone on or the speaker no, on. No, it's all voice messages. Like we just hear hear things in our heads. But what's crazy is Mr. Chanticleer will send me messages for myself, and he'll have me take messages for Doctor Cobb. So I don't know if Mr. Chanticleer knows that Mr. Cobb and Doctor Cobb are two different people. They're not two different people. It's all you. I think he thinks that Mr. Cobb's somebody and Dr. Cobb's somebody else. Well, I'm not going to be the one who he tells the think, ostrich. He must think I'm a secretary or something. I guess so. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about, uh, we got the parade, the bicentennial. Right. I'm looking forward to that. I've lived in Bison Crest mostly all my life. I, I moved here when I was five. And where'd you move from? I moved from South Wales. Really? That's uh, your accent. Your accent made me think otherwise. Where do you think I moved from? Australia, maybe. Yeah, New South Wales, Australia. Oh yes, of course. Yeah, you know, by that big rock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The big, the big Opry House. That's Sydney. Yeah, it's well, well, it's it's same. It's same not all the same, but yeah. sure. Yeah. No, I I moved out here to uh, Boston Crest when I was five, and I've loved every second of it. I've loved growing up here. I mean, the people here are just one of a kind. And are you guys, uh, is the Dr. Cobb Big Vegetable Foundation, are you guys going to have a float in the parade? Absolutely, yeah. I think we've got, uh, what's that? 
<coughs> Quieted. Come on, yeah, Mr. Cobb. No, I'm fine. Hang in I, there. I got it. Uh, no, yeah, uh, we're going to have a float in the parade. Okay. What's going <laughs> What's going to be on the float? It's going to be really right. big. Lots of vegetables. Is it going to be made entirely of vegetables, all, I hope? All, all vegetables. Maybe something else. Maybe something else. Who knows? So I know you guys said you did some experiments on growing other things. That's right. Big. Yeah. Um, yep. Anything with oxygen, apparently. Yeah, we grew a big tree. How how tall? It was about 100 feet tall. And what kind of tree was it? It was a redwood. You know, I think I think redwoods normally get to be about 100 feet tall. It was a major breakthrough. So you guys are the reasons the redwood forest is as tall as it is. No, I can't take credit for that. What about Dr. Cobb? Could he take credit for that? Let me ask. What did he say? He said yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we we can take credit for things outside of Bison Crest, that's for sure. But have you have you seen the... Uh, have you gone down to that koi pond there? The new koi did, pond? Yeah, we went to the grand opening a few weeks back. It was big, right? Huge. Huge. Did you see a kraken down there? Oh, we did see a kraken. You know, grew that kraken. Did you grow the kraken? Y'all's truly, mate. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, we got a real big. And what? So that kraken? How big is he? It's made of vegetables. <laughs> it's a vegetable kraken. Yeah, it's a. So is that a hybrid? Is that like a hybrid animal vegetable thing? Or? It's mostly uh, angry anchor egg plant. It's real mad. So what did you use for the brain? Oh, well, uh, you. You know, you've heard of uh, who was it? Um, Are you thinking of Nadine? No. Uh, who's Nadine's husband? That that farmer you interviewed, Bruce. Oh yeah, yeah, Bruce, Bruce, Bruce. Uh, you know him. Well, I I didn't actually get to meet him, but you know him. I know of him. You know yes. of him exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, so at his farm, he's got like these big giant bovine creatures, and so we so we went ahead and asked him for his, for the angriest bull brain we could get, and he just gave it to you. It was huge. It came in on a flatbed truck. We said, "Drop that thing into the egg plant and drop it in the water. <laughs> Let's see what happens, mate." And it just started living. So we got it was a miracle of life. We we got a, a giant vegetable cracking. Eggplant creature with the brain of an angry bull. We can just call it a kraken. We'll just call it a kraken for simplicity's sake. A kraken. A kraken. Come see the kraken. Kraken. At the BC Zoo. Bison Crest Zoo. BCZ. Did they ever. Uh, all right, this, Henry, this is kind of off topic. Did they ever find the body of uh, Dusty Rogers after the shitstorm that came through here? You know. Uh, I've been meaning to look into that because we actually had Dusty as a guest on the first week of the show. <clears throat> I, I listened to the episode. I loved every second of it. Yeah, he, he provides some great insight into some of the neat things going on at the zoo. Um, but I think because we had a name of all the bodies, uh, but Dusty hasn't... It was quite a list. He hasn't been seen since. I haven't, I haven't Russell, seen... Russell, have you seen Dusty since uh, the shitstorm came through town? No, Henry... <clears throat> You remember, like, we got that phone call from, uh, what was it? We got a phone call from the zoo. We got the phone call from the zoo, and it was from Rusty Dodgers. Yeah. You know, the name's oddly familiar. Does he have a brother? 
I know Dusty has a couple brothers, but one of them's the vet, and the right. other one works animal control. And why would why would Dusty do like just disappear? What what happened? I guess we'll have to find him and talk to him sometime. God only knows, mate. Hope he turns up. Yeah, I mean, me too. They've got that. Uh, they had that meet and greet down at the zoo. Yeah, did you go to that? I was. I did. <clears throat> I was too busy. What was the new animal? Oh, it's huge. Big. I, you know, I don't think we make any animals in bison crest that are small. You know, it's something about the air and the water, maybe. I don't know. And apparently, Dr. Cobb's growth hormone. Oh, he's got some, something growing, I tell you that. So, combination of the air, the water, the soil. <clears throat> I know, I, I listened to the uh, the Cornwall's episode, J.R. Possum. He said something about the soil is real good. Yeah, we got really great soil for growing things around here. But I'm sure you know that, being a botanist. And Absolutely. To know Everything I grow is big and huge. Big and huge and grown in the soil. Absolutely. Not... Not in the water. Not in the water. No That's hydroponics. Do you, Dr. Cobb's a, a gosh darn lion. Have you sure. ever experimented in hydroponics? Yes. Uh, mainly. Uh, and what were the results? It just things. It was too much water? It was killing everything? No, it was too wet. Too wet. It was too, way too wet for anything I need. What exactly? So you, you guys. You ever try to dry a salad? Takes that's way grown too underwater? Long. I yeah. have not. Waterlogged. Is the word that just waterlogged lettuce? It's it's too wet, huh? Strange, I know, but still, what was the question? (laughs) Russell, you might want to step away. Hey man, how's it going? I'm back. Did you miss me, Doctor Cobb? At your service, baby. Doctor Cobb, that's right. Who loves you, baby? I do. What what happened? What happened to Mister Cobb? Oh, he, he fell asleep. He fell asleep. How does someone fall just fall asleep? Because no, he, he stayed just, awake the whole time. He closed his eyes, stopped moving, he fell asleep. Is he coming back? Uh, probably not. Because we were having a good conversation about some of the, the, the vegetable cracking, the kraken. No, that's that's all bullshit. It's not true. What is true? Who's telling the truth, Who you knows? or him? Maybe I'm just a crazy person. <laughs> Could I? Where? i got to ask you, where uh-huh. where'd you get that lab coat? Where did I get this lab coat? Yeah, the one you're wearing. The one I'm wearing now? Yeah. Where'd you get on it? On top of... Do you, do you have any type of ID on you? Uh, it says doctor right here on my name tag. It says doctor. I can't read the full name from here. It looks it's longer than Cobb, though. Dr. Coblet? Is that what it says? Yeah, man. Why why are you asking me these stupid questions? I'm I'm just trying to figure out more about you. No, okay. All right. I'll, I'll, all right. All right. Henry, you're a good, good journalist. I'll tell you the truth. You want to know what happened? What happened? All right. Tell us, Doctor Cobb. Yeah, keep calling me Doctor. Are you are you actually a doctor? Oh, <laughs> Doctor Cobb. Yeah, that's right. It feels good, baby. Do you just do it because it, it sounds good? Say it again. Could I call myself Doctor Folgy? Ain't gonna work. Doesn't work. Doesn't have. Doesn't make me feel it. as good. Okay, Doctor. Tell, yeah. tell us about it. All hey, right. we're having a conversation right now, Doctor okay. to Doctor. All right, let me let me tell me the truth from one doctor to another doctor. Okay, look, you know Russell's a doctor too, aren't you, Russell? Yeah, I'm a I'm I'm a doctor, Doctor Russell. Tell me the truth, Doctor Cobb. Yeah, sure. What truth you waiting to spill on us? All right, all right, okay, all right. Since since you pride and you asked and you stupid questions, all that. All right, I'll tell you where I got this lab coat. You want to know? I've been asking. All right, Russell, you want to know? Blink once for yes, twice for no. 
I think he blinked once. I think Russell. Ab- Abraham. Russell, Russell just went to sleep. Abraham, are you are you curious where this lab coat came from? Imposter. <laughs> Abraham thinks you're a fake. Oh yeah, well I think that fat man with no legs over there, goddamn stump. That's who he is. He's he's better than a doorknob. All right. Since you're looking at me with them eyes, Henry, I was uh, walking down the street just the other day. Uh huh. Past this here studio, past yep. the yep. past the steps, of town hall, and I noticed this man standing there. Yep. In a lab coat, he looked important, looked smart. So I. You said, "How can I look smart?" I no. I said to myself, "I gotta get me one of them lab coats." I guess we're all sold out in town. He's got the last one. I gotta go get it from him. He's holding a clipboard of some sort. So I went up behind him and I said, "Hey, Mister." He turned around. Mister Cobb's fine. I said, "I don't believe you." Turns out I was looking in a mirror. I was that man with the lab coat all along. So you've been Mr. Cobb and Dr. Cobb all your life. And all you've had this lab coat all your life. And the story about you finding it a few days is one big lie. No, let me finish that story. Okay, Please I, do. <laughs> yeah, so I, I saw a man standing on the steps of town hall with that lab coat there in the clipboard. And he looked real important. And I said to myself, how can I look as dashing as that man? You must have the last lab coat in town. So I went up behind him. I said, Mr turn around I said yes I said give me your lab coat he said but I'm a doctor I said ha joke's on you I'm a doctor now I took his lab coat took his name bag oh, and that clipboard and I ran inside the studio and now I'm a doctor and it's that easy anyone can be a doctor just by taking, I think taking I, a lab coat what happened to that guy did he chase after you no he he fell asleep yeah a lot of people fall asleep around you he fell asleep on that them steps. so do you do you actually have this big Dr. Cobb big vegetable foundation is that real are you are you a real vegetable farmer? Let me ask you that much. Do you actually grow vegetables? Yes. Are they big vegetables? They're the ones under my bed at the hospital. At the hospital? Yeah. Um, you know... The, the uh, Bison Crows sent you at your court. Okay, Russell, Russell, can you do me a favor? Can you please uh, call... Listen here, Dr. Cobb. Hey, I don't know. Hey, I'm not even hey, going to man. call you Dr. Hey, get your, Cobb, get hey. your damn hands off me, you dirty eight. Russell, take him. Take him over to Abraham. Ha <laughs> ha, feed me! <laughs> hey, man, you know, I just came in here and wanted to do a, do a nice interview with the nice folks about Abraham, the hey, Abraham, let go know, of him. I, let I, go of him. I, okay, Dr. Cobb, listen. Here's what we're going to do. I'm Henry, I have to come clean. Okay. This, listen, though, before you say, <laughs> before you say anything, I'm going to give you one chance okay. to tell the truth. Sure. And if you're telling the truth, I'm going to let you walk out of here. You will? I will. So if, what, do you, what do you need to share with us? Well, Henry, thank you for giving me this platform to state my case. I, Dr. Cobb, I am not an escaped medical patient from the Bison Crest Sanatorium. I do indeed have my own Dr. Cobb big vegetable practice here in town, out on the outskirts of town, outside that fence. Okay. And I just want to say thanks for having me. Thank you for coming on the show, I guess. Um, Russell, and is that is that going to wrap this up? I, You know what, Henry? I'm speechless right now. I just don't know what's happening. This guy. I don't know who this guy is. Honestly, I think he's crazy. I think he killed the real Dr. Cobb that was out on the steps. Okay, well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to close out the show. We've and got a crazy person in the gonna, studio. We're going to call the police. They're busy. Okay. 
let me handle this. Okay, Dr. Cobb, sorry about that. Russell was just telling me about some, some producer notes. For yeah, that sounded like a funny story. That record the show. Um, <laughs> but you know what? It was great having you on the show today. Thanks, and, Henry. Uh, Thanks hope, for giving me this platform to prove my innocence. We hope to <laughs> we hope to see you at the Bicentennial. Absolutely. I'll be there hand and foot. Hand and foot. And we'll, you'll be handing out big vegetables. Ten feet tall, baby. Fantastic. Okay, is there anything you want to say to anyone before we go? I'd like to say... Uh, thank you everyone who supported me through this hardship uh, I just really wish that uh, you know y'all could have been there for me uh, afterwards after the accident okay thank you very much and uh, Russell we'll see you out alright I'm Henry thanks for the opportunity I, I just alright Russell's clapping off alright All right, I'll get out of here give me a second hold on okay where's everyone, the ramp where's the ramp guys Everyone, thank you for listening today. Oh, my um, God. Man, talk about a, a nutcase. That is the craziest thing I've ever heard. I don't know about that. That guy, he, he thinks he's two people and one of them's a doctor. You can't be you, you can't be two people in one body. Or a doctor. Or a doc, You can't just grab a lab coat and be a doctor. It no, doesn't I, work like that. We got to figure out what happened to the real Dr. Cobb out there. Yeah, we'll go. Uh, maybe that's what we'll do right after this. We'll go outside and look into him. We can ask the pirates. Why you don't know what the pirates would know about a doctor? Well, they're taking bodies off the streets. That's for sure. They are. They're kind of taking to I it know. to keep clean up the town. Because I know they're eating their own. Yeah. Anywho, anyway, everyone. Weird guy. Yeah, you know, really strange guy. Just some of the folks that pass through. Yeah, and that's what you can expect in Bison Crest. We got you, people of all sorts of shapes and characters. It'll lock all the door, Henry. That's an excellent suggestion, Abraham. And to wrap up the show, just a few reminders. <laughs> uh, we are having a fundraiser here for the BCWB to help out our dear friend Abraham. There's going to be groundbreaking on the new grocery store. Bring me legs. And uh, if you happen to see that really big zoo experiment running around town, do not hesitate to call the Bison Crest Police Department. And if you see a guy wearing a lab coat, and a name tag, and he's telling you he's Dr. Cobb. Please just stay away from him. Don't get anywhere near him. And also, don't offer to interview him. Yeah, that's uh, that's about 45 minutes we can never get back. If anything, I'd shoot on sight. Yes, if you see Dr. Cobb, shoot on sight. Do not hesitate. I know you all have guns. Take the shot. Take the shot. Abraham, get back to your corner, please. Shoot to kill. All right, everyone. I'm Henry Fulge, and you are listening to the BCWB. Thank you so much. Uh, check us out on iTunes and Spotify, and we will see you next week. Thank you.